Welcome back to the Rich Bits Podcast. I'm Richard. This is episode three. Today we'll follow our Quit Bits format. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and other major podcasting platforms. The Rich Bits, as always, is presented by 511 Media Group. You ever found yourself watching something on the news, scrolling through Facebook, or just generally online, and you think, that was pretty fucking stupid. For me, it probably happens at least once a day. And so I was scrolling through Facebook last week, and a couple of news stories popped up that just seemed out of the ordinarily ridiculous that I see. And the first story um, was about a teacher who was suspended for 10 days while an investigation determined whether she had pumped hand sanitizer into her student's mouth. How did it get that? How did it get to that point? Well, she's a teacher at the Polo Park Middle School. And in October of last year, one of her students was disrupting the class by talking loudly. Probably happens on a daily occurrence, but in this particular case, she had to tell the student to be quiet several times. Now, personally, I don't understand kids these days, and that's just a general statement, but I don't understand kids' utter lack of respect for their teachers. You read about it all the time. You couldn't pay me enough to be a teacher these days, especially in a middle school or high school environment when the kids start thinking they don't have to listen to anybody, especially somebody in authority. And between their cell phones and their friends and God knows their absent parent, uh, parents, everything seems to be handed to them these days. So it's really a wonder they learn anything. So this little shit's being a pain in the ass, and she brings him to the front of the class, stands in front of her desk, and she tells him that somebody should wash uh, his mouth out with soap. Now, through the course of the investigation, six other students in the room told investigators that she then took a bottle of hand sanitizer and pumped it into the student's mouth. All right. Let's assume for one moment that this student was being a complete dick and wouldn't listen. But why hand sanitizer? You put that shit on your hands, and it burns. I can only imagine what would happen if you squirted it into somebody's mouth like Ready Whip. She seems to be just a sadistic bitch. But admittedly, She said that she did have the hand sanitizer, and she did put it near the student's mouth. But she claims that the student was the one that grabbed the bottle and pumped it into his own mouth. And then he spit it on the floor and he left the classroom. Now, I'm not the brightest bulb in the bunch, but even I can see that as a bullshit story. She claimed then that he returned and she allowed him to wash his mouth out, and everything was fine. The school board then placed her on administrative duty while they investigated the claim, and then she appealed her suspension. Well, lo and behold, last week, the school board approved her 10-day suspension and found her guilty. Look, teachers in today's world have to know that through social media, people are going to post everything they see, and they post everything that they do, and she had to know 
that her story to the investigators and the administration wouldn't hold up. Now, I'm all for cracking down on students that disrespect teacher, uh, teachers. Lord knows they probably show their same lack of respect to their parents at home. But hand sanitizer? Now, maybe if she used, I don't know, apple cider vinegar, at least the kid would have been healthy. Another story that struck me as out of the ordinary as far as the result, but more of the same disrespect and entitlement of people these days was a story about a 36-year-old woman in Ohio who was arrested last week when she repeatedly called 911, complaining that her parents cut off her cell phone service. That's right. A grown-ass woman in her mid-30s picked up the phone, called emergency services because her parents took away her cell phone. Now, first of all, why is she still on her parents' plan at 36? And second, what goes through the mind of a 36-year-old woman thinking that she can call 911 to report her parents cutting off her cell phone service? Earlier this month, she had called regional emergency dispatch centers in Stark County, Ohio, and demanded that the police come to her house. That's right, she called and demanded, not asked, not pleaded, demanded. Now, you have to be pretty fucking entitled to call 911 and demand the police come to your home. No one seems to know how she called 911. I mean, after all, her cell phone service was cut off. So the operator at that point told her, stop calling us and use this line only in case of an emergency. Do you think that stopped her? Of course not. Two hours later, she called again and insisted the reason for her call was that due to a lack of working cell phone, she had then a legitimate police matter to call about. The smoking gun reported that she became belligerent during multiple phone calls, multiple phone calls, to the point where police officers had to go to her home and arrest her on charges of disrupting public services. This is a fourth-degree felony. So what does this deranged woman do for a living? She's a realtor. Now, I was a journalist in a past life, and so I decided to do a little digging of my own. And it turns out she scrubbed her Instagram, scrubbed her Twitter, scrubbed her LinkedIn pages of any relevant information regarding, to, uh, regarding this incident. So they're now basically land, landing pages. She also forgot, since it's probably the most, quote-unquote, archaic social media platform, to scrub her Facebook account which gives everyone a glimpse into her life. So not only is she a real estate agent, a real estate agent or was, she claims in a photo that she makes homes possible, to which I say, just not her own cell phone service. But a deeper dive shows that she's a Cavaliers fan, she's pro-choice, and then she used to own her own design company, which she's listed as the CEO and 
she also frequently references her own website, Solani.com, a Solani K.com, S-E-L-O-N-I, the letter K.com, which seems to be a website for a failed makeup business. So you'd think a former CEO and a high-powered real estate agent would be able to pay for her own damn cell phone service. Again, I ask myself all the time, what the fuck's wrong with people? That wraps up this episode of the Quick Bits, the Rich Bits podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to future episodes, and if you found us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And if you like what you heard, hit the like button. Let's just know we're doing a good job. Until next time, the key to a rich life is happiness and great pizza.